Hi, I'm Ellen, and it's a little-known fact that when you're cutting onions and you cry, it's not because of anything to do with the onion, it's just you letting out repressed feelings. Hi, I'm Jasmine, and I tried to bring my own bag to the supermarket today, and then it gave me so much grief because it said, are you using your own bag? And I said, yes, and it said, I can't detect the bag. And then the supervisor came, and she tried to fix it, but then it said, unexpected item in the bagging area, and then I still couldn't scan my items. And then after a minute of being at the kiosk, I could finally scan my items. If Jacinda Ardern is going to implement a plastic bag ban in New Zealand, they need to sort this shit out because it was awful. And this is High Expectations! (laughs) Welcome to High Expectations. This is a special episode today. Because I've been hearing about our guests now for about four or five Three, years. Four or five years. And I've never, ever met him. <laughs> but I've heard a lot about him. And this is my first time. We're going to do a Sorry You Wonderful episode on him because he's got some interesting hobbies. <laughs> is that right? I don't know. I don't know him. But he's one of Alan's longest friends. Yeah. And yeah, we've known each other since high school. Yeah, let's introduce him now. Yeah, <laughs> let's let him talk because he's here. Hi, I'm Sean, and I'm I'm large and in charge. I am having a what I would liken to a panic attack induced by Jaslyn's incredible self introduction right now. I literally almost started <laughs> hyperventilating, and both of them told me that I wasn't allowed to talk during the self introduction, so I was trying to like be quiet about it. I just like leant underneath the desk and was like. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed. Um, thanks for editing <laughs> yes. out the noises that I made. If um, if you guys didn't hear that on the on the podcast, yeah. I also like how you referred to me as Ellen's longest friend, and I was like, oh, what do you mean longest? <laughs> He's very. You're very tall, is what you mean? Very long, very long mm-hmm. thing. Oh goodness! Okay, all right. So wonderful episodes are where we look into our past by looking at letters we've received, written diary entries we've written. And then we reflect on ourselves and how we've grown and maybe at the end discover that we were wonderful all along. Or maybe none of those things, but yeah, the right, the reading the diary entry thing. Yes. And that's why we're here today. (laughs) (laughs) It's my understanding that Sean is one of the few people left in the world who is still using LiveJournal. You do to this day still use LiveJournal. Is that correct, Sean? It's, um, it's a badge of honor. It's I a, still it's do a blessing have a life journal account. Do you? Yeah, I'm I do. Going. I just haven't used it in a very, very long time. Oh, Personally, man. I recommend it. And we didn't read out your life journal entries. Why? I looked at them. No. Next year we're doing it. Okay. So, Sean, what's your deal? So, some of you may know, Live Journal is a online blog service that a lot of people used. I think maybe when we were about you know 14, 15, 16, going through our um, probably most embarrassing ages... It really had its renaissance, at least it did in New Zealand, for my personal experience. So um, I'm quite a uh, legacy member, legacy user of LiveJournal. I have entries from 2013. I have entries from 2007, uh, 2004. I've got like, they're all over the place. I've just, I've kind of kept going with it somehow. My most recent entry was in May of this year, 2018. So I'm going (laughs) to introduce a few of those. You guys mentioned that, you know, the episode is called Sorry You're Wonderful. I think just for this entry, I'd like to veto that and say this entry should be called, or this episode should be called Sorry You're a Sociopath. 
because if there's one theme that I've noticed throughout all of these entries is that like, oh, oh shit, like this, something seriously wrong with me. I think I've become more self-aware with time. At least I'd like to think so, but either way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'm going to just jump right in. So I'd like to introduce you to the world of my live journal. We're going to go in chronological order. This is an entry from the 4th of November, 2004. The entry is called Gutterizing. Uh, I was 13 years old when I wrote it. You guys feel ready? It's really fucking bad. Hee hee. Sorry about the last entry. Anyway, I'm totally gutted because Bush won the US election. Everyone I know wanted Kerry to win. Ah, well, you win some, you lose some. Eh, heh, heh, heh. Some of the reactions are crazy, though. One person was crying hysterically. One wanted to move to New Zealand. Yay, we're cool. And one said she was glad that Iraq didn't invade America. Brackets, WTF? Question mark. Hee hee. And John Kerry is so much better looking and suave and smart. I've been eating Milo. Just a bit of director's commentary for you here as well. I have, um, as you may have heard, I was uh, commenting on the attractiveness of Democratic candidate John Kerry. Did not realize I was attracted to men at this point, despite that. Um, <laughs> let's just jump back in, though. Ooh, neato thing. I found a mechanical pencil. Sorry, that was in caps. Yesterday. I'm going to use it for drawing. I'm so happy. <laughs> drawing is pretty hot for me at the moment. <laughs> I recently posted a picture at my most favoritist forum ever. Exclamation point, exclamation point, one, 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 one. I wrote one, one, like O-N-E, O-N-E. Um, Doatech forum. If you know about the Dead or Alive video games, this is about them. <laughs> about. I can't wait until my birthday, which is in county. About 16 days. But then two days after, I have exams. Ugh, ugh. Another thing that annoys me is... This is the name of my friend here, so I'm just going to redact that. He's like an alien or something. Oh, well, I guess I'm done rambling now. Edit. Oh, yeah, I made a website. LiveJournal has a feature where you can um, you can enter the music that you were listening to when you were uh, writing the entry, and the music that I was listening to while I wrote this entry, I shit you not, is the Sex in the City theme song. <laughs> that song is only 30 seconds long! <laughs> Sean is 14, uh, 13, sorry, 13. Sean is, Sean is 13. I'd like to say I've had some personal growth there. I don't know why I spelled the word about A-B-0-0-T. Um, <laughs> but it was a theme throughout the entry. I, 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 you know, nothing if not, you know, consistency regarding uh-huh. that one. Um, interesting political commentary. I think I was quite, quite aware for a 13 year old. Yeah, you were. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's our first entry. Well, I mean, that was quite a picture you painted there with the mechanical pencil and the <laughs> unprocessed love for John Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> I agree, he's a very suave-looking man. Yeah, he's quite charming, I can see mm. that. He has like, charisma. I mean, Bush embarrassing as that entry is... Yeah, no, for sure. Embarrassing as that entry is, John Kerry is a hot slice, you know? Like, he's <laughs> still got it going on. I stand by that. You can put my name on that. <laughs> I like, Silver I like, Fox. Silver Fox, or just any kind of fox. I don't I don't care about that. He's probably silver now, because he's, like, old, I guess. Yeah, okay. that's right. Sean, going on the record. John Kerry, I don't know what he looks like now, but... Would would bang would would have that? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that seems pretty fitting with our podcast. Yeah. 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 Were you saying that you were eating Milo or drinking Milo? You, you said um, eating. No, I definitely use the word uh, the verb eating, which I think speaks volumes <laughs> about my mental state at that point. Okay. For, yeah. for our international listeners, Milo is a like a powdered hot powder chocolate, powder, kind, hot of, chocolate kind of. It's hot like, it's it's not really a hot chocolate though, eh? It's the closest 
approximation. Yeah, that, works, that works. That works. Yeah. You get it at camp a lot. Yeah, Kiwi kids are always drinking Milo. They do have it in other countries, though. Like, I think they have it in it's the UK. It's not gluten-free. So to yeah. paint a picture for you, we have a 13-year-old boy eating powder, <laughs> playing with a mechanical pencil, listening <laughs> to the Sex and City theme while thirsting over John Kerry. I still eat, like, powdered hot chocolate. I'm not going to judge 13-year-old Sean. Sometimes I'm like, I have no I have no sugar in the house, and I need my fix. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm eating icing sugar i'm eating brown sugar on a spoon i often eat honey on a spoon like i've got problems i mean yeah i guess i've been known to eat a bit of honey she's inside sometimes a dog a spoonful of honey i I can i can (laughs) sympathize do you want to hear my impression of ellen going into the kitchen yes she like opens up the cup and she's like give me some sugar sweet cheeks (laughs) she's like pour some honey on me that's exactly (laughs) what ellen talks like i should know i've known her since high school embarrassed yeah, i should have thought of that yeah, what, what have you done <laughs> let's go to the next entry next entry take us on a journey just a bit of like director's commentary um i feel so i said like i was a sociopath when i was young this really comes out in this next entry which uh is from the 16th of june 2006 so i would have been 15 i was really mean to my friends all the time and now i feel like it's like whenever bad things happen to me as an adult i'm like this is karma biting me in the ass for like being a horrible person when I was younger. But, I mean, <laughs> that's fine. Karma can bite me in the ass because I love getting bitten in the ass because I'm a kinky bitch. I had this friend called Juliet who was, like, real religious. And also, also, sorry, just side note, I still didn't realise I was gay at this point, but do you guys know that song, um, Take On Me by Aha? It's like, na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Yeah. Everyone knows that song. Yeah, it was it's, on it's Singstar, great. yo. Of course yeah. I remember. Can't go wrong with a bit of Singstar. Anyway, um, yeah. when I was 15, I developed this like unhealthy obsession with the lead singer of that band because it was 2006 and we didn't have uh, smartphones or, I don't know, technology. So I printed out, I think, um, maybe 22 pictures of him just using like my family's like home compu- uh, computer printer and stuck them in my wallet and I would show them to people any chance I got. So like every lunchtime, I would like bust them out of my wallet and just like flick through them. And this is a story about that. I'm just, I'm just taking a little excerpt from this entry. Anyway... At interval, I let everyone look at the pictures of Morton Harkett that I'm currently hoarding in my wallet. Nobody seemed particularly impressed with his looks because they are blind. But I, oh, my friend who is religious, let's call her that, really took the cake when she said, oh, at one of his pictures. In response, I said this. I said, are you saying he's ugly? And she said, at least I'm being honest. And I said, well, how would you like it if I told you that I thought Jesus was ugly? And she said, I don't know. And I said, you're a bad Christian. Just for all of our um, listeners of faith out there around the world, um, I'd just like to formally apologize. <laughs> I don't, like, I'm spiritual. I can't say that I'm Christian, but I am spiritual, and I think this might be an area that I need to repent. <laughs> <laughs> the song that I was listening to that time was Kids in America by Kim Wilde. Oh, nice one. Can't go wrong with a bit of Kim Wilde. And not then also, take sorry. On me. Not take on me. Yeah, it's surprising, eh? I figure mm. I wasn't really listening to any other s- songs that year, but, mm-hmm. you know, I contain multitudes. Anyway, um, this is another entry, a separate entry from um, August of the same year, which I just really want to share because it's only seven words long. They're all in capitals. It just says, we got thrown out of plastic box. (laughs) What did you do? For those of you who don't know, um, plastic box is like the New Zealand equivalent of like, if you're in America, I would say like Bed Bath & Beyond. Like it's, you've got like your kitchen storage and you've got your bathroom storage and you've got some kind of like fuzzy throw rug. And um, case in point for this story, they have silicone pastry brushes. I don't know if you've seen those before. It's like you use it to like 
wipe egg onto a pastry to make it crispy and hot when you put it into the hot, hot oven. We, and by we I mean me, really liked to rub those on our, and by our I mean my faces, and by faces I mean face. I'm trying to like put my friends into this because I'm I'm 100% responsible for why we got thrown out. And I was like, guys, rub, rub the pastry brush on my face. And then the manager came up to us and she's like, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And... <laughs> I was 15. I was 15. And, like, you know, like, if, I, if that happened to me as an adult, which, I mean, first of all, it wouldn't because I think I have gained at least some self-awareness since then. If that happened to me as an adult, you know, just be like, okay, yeah, you know, I got thrown out of a plastic box. But because I was 15, it was, like, the biggest thing to happen. And I couldn't walk down the street that plastic box was on for another five years. <laughs> Literally in uni, my friends would be like, oh, there's this really nice cafe on, like, you know that, there's that street with, like, the picture of the prostitute, um, oh, that's, sorry. That's Marion right Street, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. picture with the sex worker drawn on the, um, on the building. Yeah, she's an institution, yeah. People would be like, oh, let's take a shortcut down here to the architecture camp- campus, and I'd be like, no, I can't, I can't go down there, I have history with that street. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Um... <laughs> It's actually really weird that that prostitute that's painted on the side of a building is a Wellington institution. I think mm. that people would be really mad if she got painted over. Tiny words. Yeah. We live in a weird place. Are you allowed to use the word <laughs> prostitute? People correct me when I use it. They say you should say sex worker. Is that like not like I don't because I don't know about the implications of that. But just in case we're putting this out on the podcast, do you have you heard anything about that before? Well, I believe there there is the New Zealand Prostitutes Collective. Yeah, oh, okay. I think. I think sex worker is an umbrella term. Oh, okay. Yeah, sex worker, yeah, it could refer to anyone within the industry, eh? Mm. Um, yeah. I, I don't think prostitute was uh, an offensive. I definitely like hooker is more offensive. <laughs> yeah. Prostitute mm. may be becoming lesser used, but I don't yeah. think it's problematic. Yeah, I've yeah. never been told off for it, but hey, you know what? We get feedback on the show. We're open to feedback. We're not mm. as woke as, you know, we think we are. It's okay. Yeah. Please write in. <laughs> High expectations podcast at gmail.com. Okay. I don't really have any reflections for that other than like, oh shit, what was I doing in high school? Hey. Okay, there's so much to unpack here. <laughs> you were a 15 year old. Yeah. Correct. Thirsting after the singer from Aha. Mm-hmm. Printing out photos of him and showing them to people. What was the intention of showing it to people? Like, were you trying to impress them with his face? Well, because I think I still do this now. It's like when I find someone attractive, I'm like, you need to find them attractive too. Oh my God, you totally do that. You remember when we were in that cafe and you were like, look at these Instagram people I find attractive. And there was like three or four models. And I was like, I find that one more attractive. And you're like, you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember that happening, but it's, I like, I completely, I. You didn't say I was wrong, but you were like, no, that one's, no. This one's the more attractive one. When did that happen? Like, cause, like, full full disclosure, I think that's exactly the kind of thing that I would say to someone. We were sitting on the couch, and you were looking through Instagram, and you were like, oh. "Look at all these attractive men." You don't need to remember this. It's fine. And I think I can. I have more questions about the photos. Yeah. Were you showing them to <laughs> just girls or to boys as well? I was showing them to everyone. I don't, I don't think. I'm pretty Did- sure I, showed, I, I like showed them to like I possibly showed them to one of my teachers. <laughs> like I think I showed it to my biology teacher, but I can't remember. Oh, <laughs> we've opened up mm-hmm. a bit of a Pandora's box in terms of my <laughs> memories just now. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so none of the boys that you showed these photos to were like, Sean, why are you showing me this? That's weird that you find him attractive. I think I was just kind of like, I'm quirky. <laughs> Did you say, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you did say that he was attractive, eh? Yeah, no, I did. I was really attracted to him. 
Well, because I had this conversation with the same girl, the same religious girl, actually, where I was like, I want to fuck him on a pool table. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, Sean, you, you keep saying that you're not gay, but I think you might be gay. And I was just like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Is that that? Because you told me like when you figured out you were gay, it was because a friend told you you were gay. I know. Oh my God. It's so embarrassing. I literally like, because I like, I figured it out. I figured it out within myself, but putting a term on it, my friend was like telling her parents, she was like, yeah, Sean's gay. And I was like, oh. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> I just yeah. kind of rolled with it. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, I thought I, think, I was yeah. when I wanted to fuck Morton Hackett on the pool table. But I stand by <laughs> yeah. that as well. It's actually really strange. You know, like I look through these entries and I'm like, this is really embarrassing, but I still like, I've retained most of these opinions. Like Morton Hackett, I, I, would, <laughs> I would go right there and back. Honestly, return flight, like fucking economy class. I don't care. I would fly in steerage to get to that. Oh, I'm sorry that I'm ruining your guys' podcast. <laughs> the plastic box, the, the brushes on the face. Was were you just trying to like mess with people, or was that some kind of like kink? I mean, it's like, like I, I mean, like I wouldn't even call it a kink. It just feels nice. Like I mean, like if you try yeah. it, yeah, 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 yeah. I get you. I don't, I don't mean a kink in a sexy way. It's, it'd be like, I don't know, touching silk maybe, or just like a mm. nice sensual, sensual, sens- sensory experience. Yeah. It's a tactile thing. It feels really nice. I like to touch things when I go to shops. Not with my face, but like often with my hands, like cashmere and... Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> normal. Yeah. Do you yes. think that my civil liberties were infringed on by getting thrown out of plastic box? I think you were taking their products and then putting them on your face and I guess... Maybe they should have said, can you please just not do that? Rather than throwing you out of the store. Yeah. It's quite an extreme reaction. As a as an occasional brush buyer myself, I would prefer my brushes hadn't been rubbed on the face of a fifteen year old boy. Fifteen year old boy. Yeah. Can I just share one story of like a funny reason why people I knew at high school got thrown out of farmers? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they got banned from farmers for doing this. Oh my god. So, oh wait, side these- story. Farmers is a department <laughs> store. It's like Target or Macy's. <laughs> there were these brows and undies for a while and they had a sticker on them that said, touch me, I'm wonderful. You know, because uh, yeah. you know, somebody like you, Sean, would probably want to rub them against your face. Maybe. They were they, they felt really nice. So my friends <laughs> took these stickers and put them on themselves, like lo- or pretty much stealing all of the stickers. And then they were like, lol, lol, touch me, I'm wonderful. And then they, I guess the shop attendant saw them or something, and they were, they were banned from the store for doing that. I can empathize with that situation. <laughs> can we call the episode Touch Me, I'm Wonderful, Sean? Touch me, I'm wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the pastry brushes. My <laughs> <laughs> favorite thing is that, like, you've really struggled with the shame of holding yourself accountable, and you tried to pretend that your friends didn't. <laughs> there were three of us there, myself included, and I'm 100% responsible, and I can only say Did that they... in retrospect. It took me so long to accept the truth. So this entry is from the 23rd of August, 2007, so it would have been 16 at this point. We're in sixth form now. Um, a little bit of backstory. In sixth form, I was the uh, like club president or group leader of a high school group at my school called ELF, that's E-L-F, and it stood for Environmental Love Foundation. So I, we'd like talk about recycling at full school assemblies and 
It was a fucking train wreck. I mean, I have no organizational ability. I just wanted to talk in front of people about it, I think. Anyway, so that's um, that's your backstory. Also, um, I had a really big crush on someone called Andy Hurley at this point, who was the drummer from the band Fallout Boy. Um, God, which is so queer. I know. It's just, but at this point, like, I think I was at least, I was like, I think I'm like, I'm skewing by. Like, I, <laughs> it's a process. Anyway, um, so... Just keep those in mind as I read this one's out. out. So um, this one is titled "You Can Stand You Can Stand Under Elf's Umbrella." Today I got a free sample of this mocha frappuccino ice cream coffee gasm thing from Starbucks. Seriously, best thing ever. I can live on it. It's just so so good. I came up with a theory that Andy Hurley, the drummer from Fallout Boy, ejaculates it, but then I realized that I shouldn't really say things like that out loud. <laughs> just jumping back into the presence. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, you should. You really, really should. <laughs> But I did anyway. Um, and now I'm just going to jump ahead to the bit of the entry that's about Elf. Environmental Love Foundation has a pretty bad reputation for doing nothing. Anyway, next assembly I'm going to make a presentation. I will sing Umbrella by Rihanna, but about the environment. Now that it's raining more than ever because of climate change, know that we'll still have each other, but not much else because our low-lying coastal country was swallowed by the rising ocean. You can stand under Elf's umbrella. <laughs> You can stand under Elf's umbrella, Ella, Ella, eh, eh, eh. I didn't sing that at full school assembly, and honestly, think about the people who you're still connected with from high school. I had nothing to lose in that situation. It would have been so good. <laughs> Did you sing it at an assembly, though? No, I can remember at the assembly instead. I was like, if we continue consuming at the same rate that we consume now, we will need three planets worth of resources. And that's two more planets than we have now. And then after that, my fifth form maths teacher, he was the deputy principal. He came up on stage and he was just like, he was from Australia. He was like, it's some good, some fair dinkum math there, Sean. And it was one of the most mortifying things that's ever happened to me. So how are we feeling about 16 year old Sean? I just looked up some photos of the Fallout Boy drummer because I forgot what he looked like. And I recognize him now. Yeah, yeah. He has a lot of tattoos. He's more buff these days, I think, than he used to be. He got very hot. Like, when, when I was in high school, like, like he looked like the kind of person who would be at high school with you. You know, like, he kind of had, like, long, uh, a bit greasy hair. He yeah. was a yeah. vegan. I think that was kind of cool. Um, I can remember really clearly when I was in seventh form, when I was in my last year of high school, I, I um, actively had to stop having a crush on him because he got the words fuck city tattooed on his knuckles. And I was like, that is too far. Because <laughs> I was a real prude when I was 17. Um, but then I went to go see them live um, earlier this year. Yeah, in like in April of this year. Um, and let me tell you, he is doing mighty fine. I was looking through my live journal and there's this really scary bit where I'm talking about this guy who was friends with one of my exes. And I'm just like, I don't condone, condone his existence. He did some really shitty shit to my friend. And then he died. And then I have this entry a bit later where it's like, he died and now I feel really weird about it. And I feel so guilty about writing the fact that I don't condone his existence. It's like, no, I did condone his existence. I was just being a dramatic little bitch. Like, yeah. Right? It's so yeah. full on. If you need help, call. Uh, do you live in Japan? I have a phone number for you if you live in Japan. Oh, God. How is this going this badly? <laughs> we haven't even mentioned that Sean's in Japan. Yeah, Sean lives in Japan. <laughs> I live in Japan. Okay, what else has Live Journal Sean got for us? Okay, next entry. Um, oh, this one's really good because it's about someone that I know that you know, Ellen, and that um, Jaslyn, maybe you know. Okay, so this entry is from the 9th of December 2009. It's called Heard You and You in Town. Oh God, I feel terrible. I am wrecked with guilt. The other night I was like, Jack is so mean to me. He never treats me like a lady, etc., etc., etc. And like, since then, he's been the most charming and adorable friend ever. He suddenly turned into 
Liam, who that's the name of a friend who was always really nice to me, but then turned out to be kind of a pervert. So, you know, retrospect, fucking it bad. Anyway, and I feel so bad about it. He was like, Sean, I think that sometimes I treat you badly, but really you're just so awesome. And also like, do you have a bitch about me? And I was like, uh, not as far as I can recall. Jesus. I wear cologne and eat copious amounts of mints, but I will never be able to mask the stench of deception that hangs around me like a dark shadow of malice. <laughs> Fucking Keats over here, getting into the poetry. There's also this really good bit later where it's like, you can clearly see that I'm starting to struggle with a bit of the anxiety. Today is Jack's prize giving and he is sick. What has probably happened is that my bad thoughts coalesced into a virus that infected him, ruining his day. Oh God. Oh no. Wait, so just to clarify, Liam was the pervert, not Jack. I mean, they're probably both perverts. We're all perverts. <laughs> I was the one. I was the one talking about rubbing fucking silicone brushes on my face and fucking Norwegians on a pool table. So I'm not in any position yeah, to judge. It takes one to know one. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Um. Shall we wrap it up? Do you think maybe? Yeah, we better wrap this up. Like maybe one more, or let's go one more. Let's do a finale. I have like a billion. Okay, wait. I'm gonna see. Wait, which finale should I do? Just. Hold tight, bear with. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, there's so fucking many. All of the next, all of the rest of them are like me as an adult. It's really good. There's this one where I talk about like watching Ghost with my younger sister and then crying at the end. Oh my god, I love it so much. I made a public Twitter and I have social media anxiety about it. Ooh, what an entry! Oh my god, my most recent entry is literally just me complaining about Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna read a. Um, I'll read an expert, ex- expert, ex- except. I'm gonna read an excerpt from this entry called "Love in the First Degree." It's named after the Bananarama song. It was written on the 20th of September 2017, so I would have been 26 at this point. <laughs> We're jumping into the future and prepare to be really surprised by the fact that I have not developed as a person at all. Dinner and etc. with my ex-co-workers was fine. In one-on-one situations, like, they're all doing good, but oh man, it was super bleak and exhausting. People from Tokyo, like, refuse to laugh. It's like a competition to see who can have the least fun. And I won. Fuck. We went to commune and it was bleak because I had a stomachache. Oh well. Also, one of them kept talking into- at me in English, even though he can speak Japanese, and no one else could speak English and it was annoying. After that, we went to Nichome, which is the gay district of Tokyo. And it was pretty good. I managed to wrangle, like, 14 different gays. And then there's like a list of names, which I'm just going to let go. Um, into Airo, which is a bar, at one point, which was fucking stressful, to be honest. But once the night calmed down a bit, there were just a handful of us left. It was a good time. I'm going to give these guys nicknames. B1 and B2 and I sat outside Eagle, which is a bar I low-key hate because it's weirdly laid out and constantly filled with annoying 37-year-old investment banker bears. And maybe otters, too. Where do the art gays hang out in Nitome? Answer. On that corner outside Shine Mart, and slash or on the stairs next to Lawson. Lamal. One time I met this weird stinky hipster who had stolen the Ralph Lauren polo cap he was wearing, or like found it on the ground or something. Weird vibes. He was filthy but also cute, which says a lot about my taste in men. Anyway, outside Eagle was real good. Uh, B2 kept taking Instagram stories and talking about how he had cheated on his boyfriend with this weird, overbearing, but attractive, but also bad at Instagram, lol, businessman. B1, meanwhile, went and puked somewhere, and then came back and felt sad about his ex not replying to his texts because he was supposed to spend the night as his exes because he lives in, like, Saitama, which is miles away, and then it turned out that his ex is the guy who applied for my job and maybe got it, but then didn't accept it. Also, his ex sounds unbearable, but B1 is exclusively friends with his exes and forgives them for all the shit that they do, like in the case of... Another fake name. Uh, let's call this one uh, Beans. I guess he forgave him for being an all-around sociopath, eh? That was quite a sentence. Good gracious. The weirdest <laughs> part of that segment of the evening was when B2 was like, oh, oh I can't say this on the podcast. <laughs> yes, do it! <laughs> okay. When B2 was like, I didn't want you to fuck me because of your monster schlong. Director's commentary. He is exaggerating. I do not have a monster schlong. <laughs> 
And then B1 was like, oh, so you've seen his dick. Oh me, oh my. Actually, I have too. And yes, I agree. And I was sat in the middle of them, like literally kill me. But also Lamau. And also like, I didn't even think of that until they brought it up. Weird that I've reached the point in my life where I'm like, dot, dot, dot. A massive slut and don't care what anyone thinks of me or something. This is some A grade six in the city shit right here. Which got me to thinking, are we sluts? Meanwhile, downtown, Miranda was stuck in a boot, etc. Anyway, then B3 came and broke up the conversation by being an asshat, like, oh, this guy is flirting with me and it's so annoying. And I straight up said to his face, you have a terrible personality. <laughs> <laughs> Which was not my proudest moment, but also a moment of clarity. <laughs> I was not drunk because all I drank was vitamin jelly and yogurt. Party animal! I accidentally typed it as party anal just now. FML. Lol. Wow. That was a lot. I love that we've gone full circle back to sex in the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. There's some good association right there. Just um, just to give some feedback to myself from... Um, when was this? This was just, just under a year ago. What the f- Fuck. What was I thinking? Oh my god. That's my commentary. What do you guys think? (laughs) It reminded me of a time that I was in Ivy and this gay man kept coming up to me and updating me with the number of guys he had done sexy times with in the bathroom. He got up to something like 11 or 15. 11 or 15 in one night? Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Sean? I'm oh sorry, I'm eating a vitamin gummy. <laughs> Given the look Alan just gave you when I said the Ivy story, I'm gonna break that as well. Oh why? <laughs> you were like yes, No, no I, I feel think like... I was like not sure which Ivy story it was gonna be, I think. Oh, okay. I, I I don't I don't know. I was right. like, where's this gonna go? Because right. you know, Ivy's just one of those places that's like can be fucking <laughs> trash, honestly, it can just be so bad. Right. To be fair, I feel like that story it like makes me react where it's like, yeah, sex positivity, that person's living his life. But then also I'm like, A, the bathroom is probably a bit dirty. B, people yeah. need to pee. Like that's rude. Yeah, yeah. that's so selfish. True. It is very selfish. And also weird, like, do you know that person? Or was he just like, hey, can you, like, keep score? He was, like, a f- acquaintance of a friend I was there with. Yeah. Who was that? He was oh, a was friend it Rob's of, friend? Yeah, a friend of Rob's, I think. So B1 and B2, did you know them? Were they your friends? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, we had history. They had both seen my dick. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking about, like, I was going to be, like, putting this on social media, like, hey, guys, I was on a podcast. Maybe not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, do, because they'll love we should, it. We yeah, also want more will, listeners, actually. so can you do that? Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I our Japanese numbers. YOLO! Also, we can get rid um, of that bit where everyone says you have a huge dick if you want. Nah. Fucking YOLO. Hashtag YOLO. we got to wrap this up. Final <laughs> thoughts on yourself, Sean? I think a phrase that I often like to use regarding myself, whenever I do something, I'm like, Sean of the past would be spinning in his grave if he knew what I was doing right now. And if anything, I think Sean of the present is currently spinning in his grave. Second of all, I don't think I've actually developed that much as a person. Like, I think I've retained the same manic energy and vague sociopathicness. Maybe just a little bit self-aware. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think think you'll probably keep that, like, energy until you're, like, 80. So don't worry. Imagine me age 80, like... Fucking my right way around the rest home, just like <laughs> yeah, and you will be, and power to you, power to me indeed. That's Hi. yeah. Well, good on you for recognizing that you were in fact gay and living <laughs> living your truth because yeah, 
We can all be posited one into a fact. Twist, I've been thinking about how the fact that I might not be gay lately. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, sorry, it sounds like a joke, but I'm not. But we can talk about it in the next short episode, which, I mean, (laughs) I'm not too hopeful about the chances of that actually happening. I'm just laughing because it's so hard for us to wrap this up. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, guys, I'll make a revelation that you may not be gay. You are at least not straight. Yay! Yay Yay for the queer spectrum. (laughs) I know, I feel the same. I'm like, I'm not really that into dudes right now. It's fluid, I reckon. Yeah, fluid. Fashion fluid everywhere. (laughs) Bye! Bye! Hi, this is April, and this is Steph from The Thirst Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please tell a friend. If you have any comments or questions, please send an email to highexpectationspodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on a post. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at High Expectations Podcast or on Twitter at High EX Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Pocket Casts, Podcast Addict, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. Have, have a, a great, great week! It sounds yeah. like the beginning of the like great expectations or whatever it is. Like it is a commonly accepted fact that Jasmine is bad at ad-libbing. <laughs> it's a truth universally <laughs> acknowledged that Jasmine Heavey finds ad-libbing challenging, but her ad-libs uh, are always fucking hilarious. Maybe we should use a fake name for me. Maybe we should call me like fucking Steel Pipes. <laughs> you want you want Jasmine to go back and every time we say your name, just edit it. <laughs> steel Pipes. Uh.